Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Welcome back to the Jojatorium. You know who it is. It's the King with the boys. Same familiar cast bringing you another action-packed episode. We are here to tell you about all good things local. And we want to tell you about a brewery that we are absolutely in love with. 412 Brewery is located in the north side of Pittsburgh. This puppy-friendly establishment is open seven days a week. And they have daily food trucks ready to bring you some of the best food in the Berg. 412 is bringing in the summer right with a killer tap list ranging from Kolsch to Sours to Ales and much, much more. Check out 412 on Instagram at 412brewery for their current tap list, food truck schedules, and specials. Make sure you tell them the boys sent you. So how you guys doing today? Great. Beautiful day out today. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice nice and warm. Finally warming up, although I think the next week is going to be shitty with a whole bunch of rain. I think we need it, though. I mean, at this point, we, we're what, like 13 days without any kind of rain? Right? Yeah. I went yeah. from cutting my grass three times a week to it's dying now. So. Yeah, I cut my grass too short, and now I have brown patches everywhere. Uh, <laughs> it's, Shame. it's not going well. Uh, but that's it's nice, though, because I finally get to wear uh, short sleeve shirts and not have to consider packing a hoodie on an emergency basis. So Pittsburgh finally figured it out weather-wise. I just got to make sure I pack my rain jacket now. For now. For now. Um, so it was my turn to bring local beer to uh, our show today and i stopped by one of my favorite places uh i went to connie creek last night stopped in and i grabbed uh a uh a six pack of the oh my goes it is a sour brew made with sour ale it's a sour i'm sorry it is a sour ale but it's made with sea salt and coriander because i like having weird stuff in my beers um i have had this beer a few times before and i don't know if you guys did but i wanted to bring it to you guys to share with you because it is one of my favorites from this brewery i think they do a great job here i do like coriander in a lighter brew yeah and the good thing too about this is that you know we talked before about sour beers being too sharp i think this one is nice and like rounded and not too overwhelming and and i like that a lot um so while josh is uh politely pouring out some of the uh the brews for us just want to let you guys know that uh Connie Creek is located in Lower Lower Borough, Pennsylvania. Their original location is as uh, is there. Uh, they do have a new spot in a shopping center called Sprankles Groceries, uh, which sounds kind of weird, but it is a it is a uh, full grocery store, the cafe in Saxonburg. Um they do have specials pretty much every day they're open and it kind of they set it up like um like a marketplace where you can actually go and grab a beer and walk around and shop and then come back and finish up. They have a full kitchen there. It's pretty nice. I, I stopped there the other day just to see what it looked like. And it's, it's wonderful. I'm glad to see that Lee, the owner and the head brewer could actually open up a second location. Um, and it looks like they're doing a, a really good job. They always have food specials. They're constantly bringing in new beers. Um, and, and you know, they're pretty active on social media too. So they always have something going on. 
And I got to say their smoked wings are probably one of my favorite things to eat from that place. So, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I've never been, uh, I've never been to the second location, but the first location, food's great. Beer's great. Good atmosphere. Very much so. It kind of feels like a cabin. You yes. know, when you go there, the original location, it's, uh, it's very well lit. Um, I do enjoy the ambiance that they have there and I do, they have live music too in the summertime. So it's, it's kind of cool because I'm from that area and there's not a lot of that going on. So I feel like Connie Creek did a really good job of bringing, you know, a craft beer scene to a smaller rural town. They did a really good job and you can like link them up if you want to go to other places like Yellow Bridge is only like 10 minutes away from them too. So you, go. you can get a nice little run going. Now, can I go into Sprinkles and do my grocery shopping while drinking? I think you missed everything I said. <laughs> I was which, pouring the beers. Which is cool. So, yes, Josh, you can go into the grocery store and you can buy your tofu and your salad mixins, mm-hmm. And you can have a high-calorie uh, Yo Adrian Porter to carry around with you. Uh, it's, it is cool. It is nice because they are, like I said, they're bringing that atmosphere to uh, smaller communities that usually don't have access to the craft beer scene other than, you know, picking up a random four pack if you're traveling through the city. So, you know, I, I give a lot of props to Lee and I think his wife's like the head cook there too at the original location. And she's a hell of a cook. I mean, every, every piece of food I've had out there has been fantastic. Yeah. So. This beer, like I said, is a sour, and it's made with sea salt and coriander. And I want to say that it kind of reminds me of a margarita. Yeah. If I could say. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of gozas where it's a little bit heavier on the salt. Yeah. I appreciate that this one's not, as as much as the sour's not in your face, neither is the salt content. Right. And the little bit of the coriander and the sourness. Yeah, it does give it a real lime margarita feel. Yeah. Which is kind of what I wanted, you know, um, my sours, I think we, we've said it a couple times, you know, we want to make sure our sours is, it's not going to taste like a laser and this one has more bite than I'm used to, but it's not overwhelming and uh, it's another good job by Lee. Um, I think too, we talked at one point about the, uh, the coffee camp series that he has too. And that's probably my favorite line that he has. Um, the Mexi hot chocolate came out and that was delicious very spicy super chocolatey it's it's just a good place to go to i can't say enough good things about it again check them out on instagram facebook i think on twitter too uh at connie creek brewing uh you won't be disappointed they're they're a good group of people and the beer is always really good and the food's always good too so check them out and if you're out that way shoot me a dm and i'll come out there and buy you a pint so uh not everyone should DM me for a free pint, though. That's <laughs> that'll get expensive. That's what it sounded like to me, folks. Yeah. Do it. It's a very <sighs> dangerous call- throw out. I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> so this beer is a winner, and I can say that I believe this beer is a winner. However, I am a loser holding it. My my supreme win streak that swept oh, not winning swept the podcast nation by storm has come to an end, an abrupt end <laughs> after no, one second place. Nobody saw it coming. No one, not even, not even I saw it coming. Mystic Matt didn't see the end coming. Um, I'm speaking about, of course the dreaded bets of doom uh, and the uh, backlash that I'm going to face from WrestleMania backlash. Um, I picked, oh. I picked, how I thought was going to happen. And then 
And you know what, too? We get into this. There, There is one match that we were I was watching, and I was like, shit, it's going to be the thing that I said it was going to be, but I picked against it. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn it over to Josh. And then, Josh, if you want to, you can let him know what the hell I have to do. Yeah. Um, all right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I care about you, I wanted to make sure you stay hydrated through the episode. I can appreciate that. Yeah. So far, most of our punishments have involved a bad tasting alcoholic beverage, but you're still getting the benefit of getting a buzz. Like getting numb. Yeah. (laughs) So for this one, what we did is we got you some 0% non-alcoholic Heineken because (sighs) Heineken tastes like ass. Yeah. And you're not getting the benefit of even catching a buzz. No, not at all. I'm going to get really well hydrated, but can I say though, it comes in at... 69 calories. <laughs> <laughs> no, Josh, I can appreciate that you, you thought about my hydration and you want to keep me up and running. Thank you yeah. for that. I'm also on a diet too. So like this helps out. I'm just getting the necessary like you know, carbs and everything I need to carry myself through this brew day. It is going to be hot here. So uh, thank you. But let me just tell you that this is probably the second worst punishment I've had to endure because this beer is terrible. Uh, it is. It's not even a beer. What did Hop Nation say? It's a beverage. It's a beverage. It would just be That's a carbonated fair. beverage. Yeah. At that yeah, point. yeah, it's just a beverage. But uh, it's funny that you pick this because I've had this before. Okay. Uh, so uh, uh, quite a few months ago before the pandemic smashed us to pieces, my wife and I were out in Washington County and we were running around doing a couple things. And she was being so nice. We went to grab something to bu- something to eat somewhere, like a little bite to eat. And she's like, just go ahead and drink, like have a couple beers. So I, ca- I caught a pretty good buzz. And we went to the Tanger outlet to like, just grab a couple things. And I think I was actually drunk. I thought it was only buzz, but I was drunk. So I'm like walking through and I was like, and I, my brain goes, man, if you had one more beer, you keep this buzz going all the way home. And Casey's driving, so it didn't really matter. So I'm walking by this tent and this dude just, he's like, you look like you like craft beer. I'm like, yeah, what gave it away? And he just hands me a bag. And and I was like, it's a bag with four cold cans in it. And I was like, awesome. Didn't even see where it came from. I don't care. But I was like, I'm going to hobo this thing. So I like pulled it up to the top of the bag, cracked it and took a sip out of it. Instantly threw up. I had to run to a trash can. I wasn't ready. <laughs> and I ran to a trash can and I threw up because it was this fucking Heineken 0.0. Did it? I wasn't ready. It's like when you think you're going to drink water and you get like vodka. Like you just weren't ready for yeah. it. But for me, I was looking for vodka but got water and it just took me for a surprise. So, um, I'm I'm actually more astonished at just a random guy handing you. Well, uh, one story that's the exact same way yeah. I ended up with two cans of it too. Yeah. Yeah. Tanger outlets. Yeah. Just handing them out. <laughs> they just took, they take one look at us and they're like, the one by the meadows? Yeah. Yep. Right there. They're like, eh, they're kind of doughy. <laughs> it's like, I think I was also wearing like a stone brewing t shirt and he's like, oh, I could talk them into cans. And then looking back, I bet you, because a lot of those things are promotional. So as soon as they're out of the beer, they could be done with their job. Right. So he's like, I better get these out of here because nobody actually wants them. Yeah. 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 Uh, I regret actually putting them in the car and taking them. Yeah. Home. I should have just spiked it in the parking lot and left. Oh. It. So saying that too, I cracked the one, sipped it, threw up, threw that one away, still took the other three home. Yeah. Cause I was, I did, I don't, okay. But anyway. And they're still sitting there, right? 
No, I threw them away. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got to throw them away. No. I, I actually used them when I was planting flowers because they had enough, uh, like, nutrients in them and stuff. I just cracked them open and, and put oh, them in yeah. the soil. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I didn't want to, like, waste it. Then I recycled the cans. See, world, don't cancel me. I'm However, a good natured man. You can't use these ones for fertilizer. No, they're going to be fertilizer later. Um, just putting empty hops into my tum tum is going to make me <laughs> make me poo. So, uh, but Josh, great job on this punishment, man. Uh, not even knowing that I'm taste averted to these things, you picked a good one. Um, I do look forward to not being hammered at the end of this show, but I'm going to take multiple pee breaks. Yeah, <laughs> I have fine. six of them to drink. So, all right. Yeah. So, take us through WrestleMania backlash and let the people know how my luxurious lifestyle of Mystic Matt got taken away from me. Yeah. So, it was actually pretty close. Um, it was honestly, Adam and I both lost one match. You lost two. Yeah. So starting off with the card, we had, we, we didn't put this one in our bets. And I'm glad we're going to talk about it though too. Cause we, I didn't even really yeah. know what was going on the pre-show at the time. Yeah. But you had Sheamus retaining the U S championship over Ricochet. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really see this match. Yeah. I, but I, I can say that I did. Okay. I thought it was really good. Uh, again, Ricochet is a phenomenal wrestler, and Sheamus is a crafty vet. I mean, they both know how to put on a good show. Uh, but it, it's just a continuation of the misuse of Ricochet. He's just a stepping stone for a lot of people, unfortunately. Um, of course, Sheamus is going to retain, but I think they're going to start a feud up with between these two superstars, and I think that would be pretty cool to watch. And this was like um, their intro to it. So I hope that it develops. But yeah, it was a great match, I think. I, I think the dynamic between the two works well, because Ricochet is your high flyer, like daredevil where Seamus is just your average brute just mm-hmm. coming in and knocking you around ricochet is funny as hell too man like oh the, yeah yeah the, he just like stole all Seamus's clothes the other day like <laughs> that was cool as hell man. He, he comes out he, and like Seamus has none of his gear and he's like where's it all at and just cuts back to ricochet in the back getting interviewed and he's like oh a second check this out and he has like a coat that's eight times too big for him <laughs> his big hat <laughs> Yeah, he did himself no favors on his uh, trip up the card this week, though, with his <sighs> Twitter game. No, no. He's uh, as a, he climbed up and then knocked himself yes. down super quick. Yeah, easy easy on who you punch down to there, Ricky. Yeah. So then what surprised me was when how they opened the card up, though. Um, They started off with the Raw Women's Championship. Which I thought was kind of crazy to do that, but I think you have enough superstar talent in that match that it's, it's an intention grabber. That's fair. Yeah, and I think everyone kind of knew, you know, it's it's a it's a it's an overhyped one on one match, and you're going to see it between Ripley and Flair at some point. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean the way the way that it ended after with the call out and the yeah. pull down. Yeah. So what we had was Ray Ripley defeating Oscar. Mm-hmm. She actually covered Oscar. Yeah. And do we get bonus points for that? We all called that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I think we I think we all took oscar taking the fall but we all we took different people yeah i feel like, but it doesn't matter even with a bonus point i still lose because i lost two matches instead of, <laughs> instead of one just, so. yeah. <laughs> that would have been a cool tiebreaker ending that <laughs> epic streak just like undertaker of three and three yeah <laughs> hey man a streak's a streak because a streak's a streak i will but, say I, if I you think... say streak enough then you're probably correct <laughs> yeah streak 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 well it's either a streak in the toilet or a streak in the game and i had a streak in the game and not in the toilet so I feel like I was doing an okay job. I like to think that creative actually listened to me when I went on my rant of you can't have Rhea lose the belt 
after a month. You're wrong. The same person. Because it has times. happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll cover him a little later just, on here in his lumberjack match. <laughs> <laughs> so, next on there, we had Dominic and Ray defeating Ziggler and Rude. This was one of the ones that yeah. Matt Matt lost. He he went with his mind over his heart. Yeah. Um, I honestly, to start the match off, I didn't think that... I thought they were really just going to make it a squash with the way that they had Dominic get attacked pre-pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean, I thought the same thing too, but I think it kind of fell into what I, I was talking... Like I talked about this. I, I said that... Ray was going to carry this match until Dominic had to do something. But I mean, it was very extreme how they did it. Um, but I thought where I fell apart was I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be Ray carrying the match. Dominic's going to get something real big. But Ziggler and Rude are going to do some heel shit yeah. and then take it. Yeah, that that uh, that attack to me was just WWE's lazy way of putting babyface shine on somebody. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, what have we done a thousand times before? Oh, have him attacked before the match. Yeah. Then you know who the bad guy and the good guy is. <laughs> duh, duh, duh. Yeah, because you can't have a nobody and a heel team facing off against each other. You need to have that extreme good guy versus the extreme bad guy. Right. And that's how you do it super quick. Yeah. Lazy. Lazy. Then we get into the match that <laughs> I lost. <laughs> Everyone lost. Anyone who watched me mean, lost. Zombie. Zombie. Good We had Lord. the Lumberjack match between Priest and Miz, where Priest... I, was it a pinfall? I just remember the swarm of zombies taking the Miz. He won. That I mean, that's and that's all that really matters, I guess. I mean, I can appreciate WWE trying to cross-promote on some stuff, and it does happen. They, they do it with... Uh, I think AEW did it too with that the Kong versus Godzilla match did it at one point. They didn't dress somebody up as Kong and dress somebody up as fucking Godzilla. Oh, you mean right. Scotty Too Hotty? <sighs> Playing one of the zombies? R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's tough to watch two good wrestlers get infected by a terrible match idea. Lumberjack Lumberjack match was cool and then the thunderstruck, and you're like, God damn it. It was a long, long weekend yeah. for combat sports because both UFC and WWE had cross promotions with that damn mm-hmm. Army of the Dead movie. Oh, really? So, yeah, Forrest yeah. Griffin got turned into a zombie on the UFC. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. 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 Forrest is just hard up for money, that's all. I watched that movie, by the way. I haven't seen it yet. Cause I, I, I really? Like, uh, it's two and a half hours. So, I saw it Yeah. on UFC, then I saw it on WWE, then I went to look it up on Netflix, and... yeah. Couldn't find one it. there. Uh, it dropped. It dropped early on the twenty first, and I was able to to watch it yesterday. Um, okay. Yeah, I was checking before that. Oh man, it, it was actually it was actually really good, and I love Tig Nataro. She she's really cool in there too. Conan Schneider, right? Yeah. So he's the one going back to last episode. He did the Dawn of the Dead yes. remake. Right. So yeah, I probably will like it. Love Batista. So. Yeah, and he, I think Batista does a really good job in that movie too. Yeah. yeah. Now, I will say, with this match, though, the one thing, like, yeah, the zombies were terrible. Yeah. But I think what's going to hurt worse now is the Miz tearing his ACL yeah, at yeah. the end. So I'm actually curious if, I mean, the way that it was going, Damian Priest was supposed to win. Yeah. Hey, and but, and uh, Lucky Lucky, you needed to write him off anyway because he got eaten by zombies. Yeah. So go get that ACL fixed. Yeah, but one. how does this play into the movie that he was supposed to be in? Uh, I, I think I that, almost could care. I, I think a lot of actors <laughs> use stunt doubles, so I think he'll be okay. To, <laughs> I mean, yeah, off. but I'm not I talking about. I don't think a little. I don't think a little, I don't think a little knee injury is going to keep him off set for too long. 
They do orthoscopic knee surgery. What? That guy will be up and walking around in what three weeks. What movie was he in? The Marine 10? Yeah, the Marine, the Marine 8 can be put on hold for a little bit. Yeah. Well, no, he was talking that he was excited for The Miz to be in... What? I forget what movie he said said it was last Riveting. time. There, there was just a campaign for him to be in Mortal Kombat, but okay. Mortal Kombat's already out. He's not in it. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, it's the, it's the, the it's Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, he's not even in it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean... He can be on Miz and Mrs. sitting on the freaking couch. Yeah. Probably. Well, I can tell you this. Though. I do like the Miz a lot. I think I've said this before. He does everything for that company. He is a fall guy and at it, times, it, but yeah. He's hardly been injured in his whole career. So, yeah. I mean, he needs a little time off. Yeah. But again, too, like you look at it and... I do feel bad for him because, what, a little over a month and a half ago, he was holding a title, and then they ripped it off of him really quick, made him a little bitch. And then they ripped his arms off. And then they ripped his his arms off, and he got bit, and his knee got screwed up. So, like, who knows when he's going to come back. But I'm excited to see what John Morrison can do now. I'm really excited that, yeah, John Morrison can hopefully get a singles push now. Mr. Drip Drip. Mr. Drip Drip. Terrible nicknames. Just like a terrible match. hate WWE. God. Yeah, they just do the dumbest stuff, man. Like, having Michael Cole still call matches, that's funny. So then after that, we moved into the Women's Championship, where we all we all saw what was happening there. Oh, Bianca yeah. defeated Bailey. Yeah. Made easy work of it. That was an easy match to call. I mean, if, if Bianca didn't win that match, there would be a huge issue. Um, I think it's going to go into a pretty cool um, feud between those two. So I hope that it does anyway. After that, we had the WWE Championship. We had Bobby Lashley retaining over Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. Which we saw that coming from a mile away, too. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not taking... I, like, I, like I said last episode, I wanted McIntyre. I still think that they were... I still thought they were going to try to give him his pop. But at the end of the day, it's it's Lashley. Like The only thing that surprised... Who took the pin in that one? Uh, Strowman. Okay, no, yeah. yep. nothing surprised me, then. Yeah. Yeah, Strowman is quite... Is the quintessential... Like I lose for everyone to shine, kind of thing. Like it, yeah, it's terrible. He, him, and Oscar can have a mixed tag uh, team, and they can just be called the losers. In full disclosure, yeah. that's the only match I watched live. Yeah, um, and it was a good match. It was a real good like big man match. Um, and oh, yeah. I went back and watched the women's championship match later. But um, yeah, good match, but like, yeah. as expected. Right, and I, I love Braun Strowman so much, and I hope that he gets to do something here. Like give him like a give him a run. You know what? Let him take a run at Sheamus. That would be a cool feud, I think, between the two of them for that United States uh, title. That'd be kind of cool. Bobo Lasho? Mm, no. And Sheamus? No, no. Strowman. Oh, and Sheamus. Strowman. Yeah, that would yeah. be cool. Sorry. No. Let Lashley. Let I was him, just trying to think. I was, let I was in Lashley the back of my head thinking that of belt, man. taking the damn. Yeah. I, just, well, I guess they're doing him and McIntyre at home in the cell now. So. Yeah, which would be a great match. Let's just beat that storyline to death so we yeah, can. Of course. Well, I guess he'll move on to Lesnar for SummerSlam. So. Right. Lesnar will come out, and he'll win the title in two seconds again and disgrace the entire wrestling community again as a part-timer who only wrestles two matches a year and always wins the title. Yeah. Yeah. And then to finish the night off, we had Roman, Roman Reigns over Cesaro for the by submission, though, mm. for the Universal Championship. This match was bullshit. To the nth degree, you let Cesaro build up, you make him lose clean to Roman Reigns, that's it. Cesaro's not going to get a push. He's going to go right back into a few with Rollins. But you're, yeah, I was going to say, you missed him getting stamped out at the end after he got beat. Yeah. <laughs> and this, and so they buried him a little bit, too. Yeah. So you, you take him, you try to build him up. He's, he's a phenomenal wrestler. He can carry. He can carry that storyline. Roman Reigns and Cesaro together make great matches. 
who do they who do they throw in there for Roman now? Oh God, they're talking about uh, the Usos turning uh, on Roman. They just did that. Yeah, well, they're going to do it again. Okay, and it's going to go to Hell in a Cell again, just like it did the first time. Sure did. That's right. Yeah, and so it's it's going to come full circle. They should, that's what they call Hell in a Cell, full circle, because that's all it's going to be, man. It's going to be a terrible matchup between Roman Reigns and probably it's going to be uh, a handicap match Roman Reigns versus the Usos and Hell in a Cell yeah. Hell in a Cell repeat a <laughs> <laughs> repeat all yes just click repeat it's not going to like yeah poor Cesaro that's you know something he needed he deserved to push so that he can just go you know what just go back with uh, Nakamura not Nakamura um, damn it who's the I'm Shinsuke yeah, Nakamura. Nakamura. My yeah, bad. Right. I'm thinking about. I was like, I think you're right. I'm thinking about uh, the dude from AEW. He's in my brain right now. Nakazawa. Nakazawa. Naka. Naka. Nakazawa. But yeah, it's Cesaro. You're gonna have to go down and form another terrible tag team with somebody. Try to build yourself back up, which is gonna suck for you. And but we know WWE is all about building some terrible tag teams. You know the RK Bro. That they got going on. That's right a now. cool <laughs> tag team. I don't care. What <laughs> I I do like how they interact with each other from the clips I've seen. Um, I mean, what were you gonna do with? Yeah, either of those. Yeah, it's just all. It's really really hard to watch. I, I will I will try to get back into it when they get back into yeah live crowds again and stuff. But yeah. I just can't with the TV screens and shit. I just can't. What is killing me too is somebody tried to make RK Bro like the rock and sock connection yeah and i was like that's a stretch <laughs> <laughs> the rock and sock connection was such a cool tag team uh that i never thought would have happened and to compare that like wrestling and comedy gold together yeah it, it was definitely more of an odd couple vibe to rock and sock yeah yeah it, mick foley was a big sloppy mess yeah, and but the this, rock was but like so prestige. dominant oh and hilarious so dominant yeah it was it was great you're not gonna you're not gonna repeat that vince stop trying uh, so speaking of uh, funny stuff here, Chris Jericho decided to crawl out of the uh, the cardboard cutouts that he fell into a couple weeks ago to try to throw shade at the uh, zombie match on Backlash. Um, I can only say this. Sometimes the best thing to say is nothing at all. Right. Just just let it go, dude. Like you're, your blood and guts match was so cool, and then it fell flat at the end. You, It's a disease of AEW to screw up big matches at the end. They, that, that was the headline match that got screwed right. up. This is a, a middle-of-the-card match with no titles on the Which line. Which had cross-promotion built in. Right, like, exactly. It's a little bit different. It's equally ridiculous. Well, no, it's a little more ridiculous for WWE on WWE's part. Yeah. But, I mean, AEW's just got to get their stuff together when it comes... The, the, the action and the brutality was great in that match. Yeah. And then they moved up to the top of the cage... They filmed Jericho blading his own head yeah. for everybody oh. to oh, see, Jesus. and then they shoved him into a pile of cardboard. It, that blading scene was as bad uh, as if you remember when the best friends took on. Um, it was proud and powerful um, from the inner circle, and you got to see Trent just like slash up his arm. He got thrown into a car, the back end of a car in a street fight uh, that weirdly contained. Orange Cassidy, how he didn't freak out having all those people hitting the trunk. He popped up, but Trent bladed his arm. It was like watch. You know when you were in high school, or uh, yeah, high school, you had that one weird kid who would, like stab his milk cartons at lunch. That's what it looked like. like 
And they like they tried to cut away as fast as they could, and it came back. You just saw the blood flowing down Trent's arm. Like, first off, dude, it was your left arm that started bleeding, and your right arm is the thing that made contact with oh, the car. No. Yeah, so it was just blading. Blading to me is, I don't know. I never understood it. Um, no one's ever done it super well to make it believable, and uh, I don't know. I just I don't think people need to cut themselves for I their know. art. I don't know about that, sir. Yeah. Dustin Rhodes in that Cody versus Dustin match. Oh, he bladed pretty well. He bladed to the point where I think he lost like a whole pint of blood. That's how I like it done. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get the blood and guts. Uh, speaking of blood and guts, we are supported by some wonderful people. And we have some ads here for you. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, so you can hear from them. Hopefully something you like. And we'll be right back with something really fun. Thank you. Hey guys, I think we're all sitting here with partners, women in our lives that would uh, kind of appreciate it if we uh, groomed up a little bit. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I do too. And I'm lucky enough to have been in touch with a company called Smooth My Balls, and they want to make sure that we bring our listeners what they have to offer. So right now, they offer the Turf Chopper 3.0 with uh, skin safe technology. So when you are trimming your sack, you don't mess up and bring a messed up chia pet to a magic party if you know what i'm saying you gotta bring your a game to the battlefield guys always and another thing too i don't know about you guys but i often get talked to about having all the hair left in the sink uh that's when the pube muncher 1.0 comes in it's a little vacuum sucks it all up and grinds up all the hairs and you can throw away a little easier that way you can avoid a conversation later and you can stay groomed always important always important and right now, all of our listeners can save 15% on their order. How can they do that? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Josh. They can go to smoothmyballs.com slash DWTB and save 15% on their entire order right now. That's smoothmyballs.com slash DWTB. And don't forget to look at some of the other products they have, like the sack mat, like the sack vacuum, like the ball freshening powder, and everything else. It's all there for you. Smoothmyballs.com slash DWTB for 15% off your order right now. The ones them ladies. The one-stop shop for men's grooming. <laughs> it's right. Welcome back. Hopefully you heard something that you want to try out because you can support us by supporting the sponsors who support us. So... Uh, I feel kind of bad because last last show for the punishment, I had Josh eating some extremely hot street tacos, which made me think too. Here, you know, we we here at Decaying with the boys, we we know that our invitation to some some sh- some game shows online or in the mail, namely hot ones and answer the internet, aka ATI. So we want to get some practice in, right? We're gonna try it yeah. out. So. Uh, Training day, Denzel. Yeah. So here's my idea, guys. I brought today for you guys some wonderful homemade chicken tenders from Casa de la Anderson. They look lovely. They are really good. Thank you. I'll tell you that. Uh, I also decided to bring the same mixture that I cooked Josh's tacos in, which it's... It's like 10% Frank's Red Hot and 90% Triple X Last Dab because the Last Dab's kind of kind of chunky, so I had to break it down with something. So, um, 
Don't forget that it comes with three different kinds of ghost peppers. Um, it is a boiler maker. Uh, Yes, even when cold, it feels hot to the touch. Well, I was just saying, like, I'm literally an arm's length away, so probably two, little over two feet, and I, it's making my eyes water, just smelling it. Yes, so what I'm going to do here, what I did, guys, is I went and I got uh, some of the best questions from Ask the Internet, and if you guys want to check out what Ask the Internet is, please check out their YouTube channel. It is hilarious. Uh, comedians, uh, I think even porn stars and everybody in between gets to answer the, these weird ass questions that are posed to them. Um, so I found, uh, 15 of the best ones, but I'm going to use 10 of them. And what we're going to do is before I ask the question, uh, you know, it's probably a little easier if I ask the question, then we all eat. Yeah. Let me think about the answer on that. Yeah. And then we'll all take turns answering the question. Now, I would say for the the sake of our listeners, let's not eat the chicken tender into, into the microphone. The microphone. Um, well, I was going to say, maybe while you're asking the question, one of us can start eating. And then <laughs> when you're done, one of us can start, start answering. answering. Yeah. So uh, we'll just, uh, yeah, we'll just roll with that. So uh, the rule is simple. Like I said, we're going to dip the chicken nugs in the hot sauce. We're going to eat that sucker. Hear the question, answer it, and try to survive. Now, I'm going to be frankly honest with you guys. We're going to need to take another break after this um, because there's no way we're getting through all this and then going into the next thing. It's impossible. Um, I am still hammering down these delicious Heinekens that Josh was so kind to bring me. So uh, we have a lot of things on our plate here. So without further ado, 10 chicken nuggets. Actually. 10. 10 and I, st- I'm, I trembled. There was tremble in my voice. I stuttered because I'm scared. <laughs> I already took off my overshirt. I'm back. I'm into a tank top now because I already know. You look like you're heading for the beach. Yes. Uh, if hell had a beach, this is what it would be. Sun's out, guns out. Yeah. And I'm about to be a little boy. <laughs> so, gentlemen, question number one from Ask the Internet. How many rats would it take to overwhelm and kill you in a fight? Are we talking in waves or just... How many rats was it take to overwhelm you? How many rats? I'm just going to go with a nice round number and say a hundred. A hundred. I think a hundred could knock me over if they work together and then just scarf my body down. (coughs) Yeah. Josh? I'm saying one sensei from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles (coughs) or probably 75. Those little fuckers can bite. A splinter. I like how you went from a, a mutant ninja to 75 small rodents. <coughs> I'm going to say that um, it's probably, it only takes like 10 for me because I don't, I don't see them coming. And they'll just. <laughs> and they just go right for soft body parts, and I'm, I'm soft all over. So they're just going to start biting in different places, and I don't know where to, to go. So 10 of them probably. It's going to be those 10 like New York City subway yeah, rats for you. The ones that have like 10 inch teeth. So they're just going to take body parts with them. Jesus Christ, this is just one. Okay. I think my taco is built a tolerance for a little <sighs> bit. Question number two. You go to your girlfriend's house and meet her father for the first time. He hands you the aux cord. What's the first song you play? What's an aux cord? So you plug you plug it into your phone or whatever. And oh, it, oh, oh, sound oh, oh, cord. Ox. Yeah. I was thinking aux like the, the the animal, the bovine. Sorry, not auxiliary. Thong song. <laughs> okay, Adam. Uh, dust in a baggie. It's about a boy yep. and his father and a lovely story. I'm going to play Big Booty Hose. 
So I want that man to know what I'm I'm there for. Yeah, I didn't come here to to say nice things. I came here because all I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. Fuck. Okay. Uh, would you rather the world lost all women or all sports? The hot the hot sauce hit me, but I think all all uh, women. Um, because it's not gay if there's no women. Good answer. <laughs> But I love the penguins. Yeah, Josh. all sports, all sports, all sports. Um, he is thirsty as fuck, folks. <laughs> I would say, oh fuck, can the women not play sports? Is that the thing? Because like, if you get rid of all the women, can you also not have women's sports? Well, yeah, I mean, so okay, so I either have to, I have to lose all women, and you no, know, if I have all women, I can't watch any sports, like not even like women's volleyball and shit like no, that. Correct. I mean, maybe like bowling at best because that might not be a sport. <laughs> that, yeah, uh, all sports because if they can bowl and shit, and I can watch something on t- TV, I'll be fine. Uh, also, am I the only guy left, or am I a woman now too? No, it's just you and a bunch of your bros watching hockey games. It sounds great yeah. They didn't me. say you're eliminating guys; you're just eliminating sports. Yeah. Would you rather the world lost all women or all sports? So, like, if we so if you get rid of sports, the world goes on just without sports, right? As it is now. All guys, all girls. Oh, I read this wrong. Uh, yeah, all sports. I get rid of all sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get rid of all sports. Oh, fucking crazy! It, it hurts your brain. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I, I just became uh, a little gay there. Yeah, which is fine. Which I don't think it'd be. You're the only one that took women. It, yeah, because <laughs> I like hanging out and watching sports with my bros. I think. Um, well, isn't stripping a sport? <laughs> no. Okay. Never mind then. That was my. That was my attempt. Um, all right. And uh, if it is, you got rid of them. I did. Damn it. I was going to say, too, it's not gay. It's just the norm. Right. That's yep. what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, you know, yep. I'm still staying with sports. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you could see a sex tape with any two movie characters, who would be in it? Well, I mean, Adam's got to go with two guys because he got rid of all girls, right? No, no, you don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't carry the last question in. It's a brand new question. Kate Upton, Justin Verlander. That's specific. I mean, they're they're together, dude. That's really interesting. You want to see Justin Verlander's dick? I just want to see Kate Upton. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So Matt, you're gonna have to help me out. Yeah, yeah. Um, the actually, is it character? Like, so it's in character. Yeah, it's it's in character. So the the I don't know her name. The the girl, the main girl in Underworld, the Underworld movies. Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Her, but that character. Yeah. With the main girl from Resident Evil. Oh yeah. Valen, uh, whoever plays Valentine. Oh Valentine, or do you mean Alice? Alice. Mila yeah. Jovovich. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. What a wonderful duo to pick, sir. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I want to see Napoleon Dynamite and Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! How many was that? That was uh, four. Four. Fuck. Yeah. Um, Wait, didn't I? I didn't have ten nuggies on my plate. We only had eight each. Uh, okay. You may have to. Bite. You have to. Yeah. Okay. I got it. I'll rip some. I'll rip the last couple and a half. Would you rather have to watch either only softcore porn or only minor league sports for the rest of your life? Oh, I got eat first. Only minor league sports because it's still sports. Okay. Softcore porn, and I'll get the job done. Yeah. <laughs> I can use my imagination. Yeah, uh, but you, I, you... Okay. I don't have an imagination your anymore. your choice doesn't make sense. 
Yeah. <laughs> if I'm only watching minor league sports uh-huh. for the rest of my life, uh-huh. I don't need the softcore porn to get where I need to be. That's not the. That's not how this works. That's not the question, dude. That's not how this works. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. what's killing you. <laughs> your, your brain is getting fried. Uh, I'm only gonna. <clears throat> I'm only gonna watch a minor league sports for the rest of my life. Softcore porn is bullshit. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather wear cargo shorts every day or no socks ever again? I hate socks to begin with, so I'd, I'd rather wear no socks. Okay. I want to be a brewer, and you don't want one sloshy feet all day, and you got to wear rubber boots, so I'm, I'm rocking car- cargo shorts. You can keep a lot of shit in those, too. I mean, I still wear them sometimes now. It's, I have them on right now. Uh, yeah, if I'm going to a concert, I wear them, because if you buy a band shirt, you can shove them into the yeah. cargo pockets and not have your, have your hands free still. Oh, God. I want to wear cargo shorts so people can identify me with a piece of uh, clothing that nobody appreciates or takes seriously. I want to be taken as seriously as cargo shorts. I only want to wear cargo shorts. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Ooh. Would you rather wake up every morning with the TV channel numbers randomized and no guide or have your keyboard layout switched every morning? I'll find my way through the TV without a guide. There's no way I could relearn a keyboard every freaking day. Same. Yeah, I'm the same way. I have to type way too much in my professional and personal life. It'll never work. Also, too, wouldn't that count for like your your cell phone keyboard, too? Because it's like every keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would think. That's what I assumed for that question. Okay. I need to, like, before I read the next one, I got to drink some more of this wonderful Heineken. How many was it? Uh, six. That was six. I'm doing okay. No, I think that was five or eight. I don't know. Fucking go. <laughs> Where, you're just saying numbers now. <laughs> just go. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? The horse side, the horse sized duck, because he ain't got no arms. That's an easy fight. A horse sized duck? Are you fucking kidding me? It's an easy fight. He's got a big chin and no arms, dude. He's gonna peck the fuck out. Yeah, dude. You're no, gonna, he ain't. You're gonna die. No, he ain't. You're gonna die. A dodge it. A dodge it. You're not dodging that. Yeah, I've watched. I've watched like forty of Mayweather's like fifty two fights. Like I can. I got it. Okay. It's uh, a horse size, so he's gonna be slower than a than a duck is now. Ducks are so fat, and they fly. But it's a big fucking duck. This thing's gonna have like cardiac problems. Like you're you're putting a lot of medical joints. Size. You're putting a lot of medical the joints are gonna be weak. I'm, go- I'm going with the duck sized horses because I'll kick them. Yeah, I'm going hundred. Oh, I duck think size they're horses. gonna kick you. Do they? Oh, that's a good question. Though. Do they have all the same power? They're gonna kick horses? my ankles. Yeah, until they're broken, and then they're gonna kick your face. <laughs> I think I stand more of a chance against the hundred duck size. I'd rather just beat up one thing and go home. You're not gonna beat it up. That's the problem. You're thinking that you're gonna beat it. You're not gonna beat it up. It's gonna wreck you. All right. Would you rather have teeth? <laughs> Would you rather have teeth where your hair is or hair where your teeth are? Teeth where my hair is. Teeth where your hair is? Yeah. Okay. That was one of the options, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just like look like a cool horror movie monster at that point. That's pretty dope. Hair where your mouth is interfering interfering with me eating, mm-hmm. which right now I wouldn't care about so much, but day to day that would suck. I'm making a ton of fucking smoothies and going hair where my teeth is. But I wonder, though, too, 
if like you know a hair falls out really quick is it does it hurt as bad as when your teeth get bad plus you can just wear a hat like but you're i'm thinking hair like beard yeah eyebrows sh- well, just everything shave, just shave like the rest of us yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. I, th- I, I thought I was just assuming top of the head. And it just says where your hair is. Okay, I'm still fine with that. You have teeth on your nuts. That's fine. That's fucking badass. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go hair where my teeth are. Trim them. You I'll, guys are crazy. I'll give it a nice, like, cool part. You guys are crazy. I'll part it. It could be teeth where my hair is or no teeth, and I'd still pick in teeth. <laughs> I don't want meth mouth, let alone meth mouth with fucking hair in it. Well, I'm telling you right now, man. Do you ever catch a. Catch a hair in your mouth? That's awful. Yeah, but it's it's what you're used to, though. Of all your mouth is hair. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you're yeah. insane. Last two questions. Sure. Thank God. I don't really give a fuck about my looks. I care about eating. If you could make any two people in the world, no matter what, fight in a no-rules cage match, who would you choose? I want to go last on this one. Okay. Josh? Okay. I had to pick two people in the world. Well, I would say my dad because I never met him, and I want to see what he looks like, and then, <laughs> then I want him That's to so fight. Sad. Then I want I want him to fight like I don't know Jake Paul because I want to see <laughs> I want to say two complete pieces of shit go at it. I thought, thought you were gonna say Bigfoot because same. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Let's go back. I'm gonna take that. Yeah, Bigfoot because neither of these people actually fucking exist to me. <laughs> actually don't have a good one for this. Good job, um, good job following up that dark humor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. This is to the death. To the it's yeah, it's it's uh no, I mean just it's just no rules oh, cage okay. match. Okay. You made it to the death. No, it's fine. If it's to the death, Jake Paul versus Jake Paul. Um, you can't well, do that's that. that's creative. Okay. <laughs> mine mine is in locked down now. Matt versus Josh. <laughs> Josh's answer was dumb as fuck. Next question. Okay, last one. Oh, that's a dumb question. Next one. Oh, here we go. What fictional character would you love to beat the shit out of? Mickey Mouse, die. Good, good answer. Because like, I feel like that would take Disney off the face of the earth. It would. Minnie Mouse would try to, to keep up the crown, and she just can't do it. Um, oh, my God. Josh, you have an answer? No. Um, fuck it, Harry Potter. A fictional character. He he he'd beat the fuck out of you. I like that one. Harry Potter would beat the fuck out. He paternalized the fuck out of you. You'd be dead. I, and I like the series. I just think he's a little bitch in the in it. He's the hero. Then maybe you should have had him fight Jake Paul instead of saying <laughs> the same name. Well, to be fair, I was going to put Idiot. Paul Brothers there before uh, you jumped all over it. Oh god. Well, you did make it Paul Brothers, but you cloned one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Jake versus Jake. Oh. Uh, a fictional character I want to be the shit out of. Uh, can I say my dad again? Uh, <laughs> um, There's one more. There's a third one. There's a third one? You might want to see if he's real or not. Santa Claus? No, close. Jesus. There you go. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> can, I do, can I do a gauntlet match? I'll start with my dad, and then I'll fight Santa Claus, and I'll fight Jesus. <laughs> no, and, and Bigfoot. Don't leave Bigfoot out. No, Bigfoot would wreck me. I think, oh, I, think I could take the other three. <laughs> Santa's got magic. I don't know what's Jesus gonna do. Turn turn my blood into <laughs> something else. He only turns water into wine. Oh God. Okay. So we have to take a break because I'm dying on the inside. I think there's a fire in my stomach. So we'll be right back. Okay, we'll be right back. Welcome back. 
Thank you for giving us a break. I think we've all recovered, and I think it's safe to say that out of the three of us, I have no idea how hot stuff works, and I overdid it. I, I, I was sweating into my eyeballs. It hit me pretty hard. Holy crap. All right. Um, I, I, won't, I don't think I can fight Jesus, by the way. I don't think... <laughs> he has those cool sandals. He's, he moves too quickly. He, ha, he has less clothing on. He's too quick for me. I'm, I'm too thick. But I'll still fight my dad. But, you know, I, I could fight a stranger, though. Someone could just show up. I'd be like, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of heat, uh, guys, I got to let you guys know that we did get some heat. Albeit mild heat, not as hot as the hot sauce we just consumed uh, for our cancel culture segment on the last episode. So let me just start off by saying that um, we're just making jokes. It's mostly jokes. But if you think that we have no idea what we're talking about or what needs to be canceled or what needs to be addressed, um, I just bring to your attention one of the things that caught a lot of popularity and actually got people on board for a cancel was uh, Demi Lovato tried to cancel a mom and pop frozen yogurt shop um the shop called the big chill had several items that were labeled guilt-free or 22 grams of protein eat me guilt-free uh and i know and i've read here that uh lovato does have an eating disorder which is not funny of course that's very serious um but she decided that those phrases that she saw were triggering so she used her platform to put the uh the big chill on blast um, and quintessentially trying to knock that business directly in their teeth. I mean, it's, it's a mom and pop shop that, that serves everything. I mean, it's from regular stuff to fat free stuff, sugar free stuff, whatever it may be. Um, so for her, uh, this was too much for her. Um, which, which is, which is odd. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how these things get you get you worked up i don't understand what she's going through in terms of her eating disorder um but i would say that um you didn't walk into the store and say these cookies don't like black people or these or this ice cream doesn't think gays should get married it said these are low sugar these are guilt-free these you know it just words that catch they do catch your eye but i don't think that this deserved a platform for canceling now and i'm not here to silence a female voice and i'm not here to say that people can point fingers at things and try to change things up and i I think that's a great great thing to do but let's let's focus our gaze onto something that does deserve attention does deserve to be canceled um dozens and dozens and dozens of women came out in solidarity these past couple weeks to bring light to all of the heinous abuse that they've endured uh, working in craft beer. Um, the gatekeeping, the edge lording, the degradation, the literal segregation. Uh, we got to cancel that shit and we got to try to learn how to leave uh, frozen fucking yogurt alone. Um, so if you don't think we get it, we get it. Um, we should respect each other. And I know people didn't like what we were doing in the last episode, but if you just take a look and try to do something that's worth defending or worth putting your attention to, this is where it's at. Yeah. So um, for everybody not familiar with what happened in craft beer this week, um, Brianne Allen, sorry if I have your first name incorrect, her IG uh, 
social is at Rat, Rat Magnet on Instagram. Uh, she's the production manager at Notch Brewing in Salem, Massachusetts, and she put out a, just an Instagram story saying, hey, I've heard about um, kind of sexism in the beer industry. Yeah. Tell me your story. And it was one of those stories where you can post back in. Spell, spell out her IG handle so people can find sure, it. Sure, it's R-A-T-M-A-G-N-E-T. And go and take a second and look at it because if that doesn't get you fired up, if you don't think about your girlfriend, your sister, your aunt, your mom, whoever is a female in your life that's predominant and you read these and don't get worked up, then I don't know how else to get you fired up. Sure. So that was posted on May 11th. From May 11th to May 18th, she got 800 Eight responses. 800 responses. Yeah. Of uh, anything ranging from abu- sexual abuse to sexual bias, sexism, racism, uh, on and on. Um, so, uh, a nice... Uh, was I, I don't have the name here, but a GoFundMe has been started for her. Oh, good. Uh, for her legal defense. Yeah, um, she's going to need it. I mean, I'm sure none of it's slander because it's just her it's reporting anonymous. what's being told to her. Yeah. And most of them are anonymous. Some people said, fine, put my name out there. Yeah. Um, but there is a GoFundMe started for her legal defense. Um, just some notable ones that came up um, in the American craft beer scene. And this is as of Wednesday. I haven't checked. There might have been more. Um, and these are just some um, major ones that have been uh, major things that have come out of it. Uh, Jacob McKean, the founder and CEO of Modern Time Beer, has stepped down. They're a brewery out in California Yeah, um, that I know we've seen here in, yeah. in Pennsylvania. Um, Jean Brule, uh, the founder and head brewer at Tired Hands Brewing, has been forced to step down out of Ardmore, PA. That's outside of um, Philly, the Philly area. Yeah, They were a pretty popular brewery, um, but he is many claims of sexism, racism, and pregnant shaming. Uh, under his belt. Wow. Um, so he's he's gone. And, uh, I mean, they've had... Tired Hands have, have caught bad pub for how they treat other breweries in the past. Yeah. But nothing on uh, this level or nothing this serious. Right. Um, Connecticut Valley Brewing has terminated their director of sales uh, after sending some illicit pictures to employees. Uh, Boulevard Brewing has been accused of pregnancy harassment and sexual assault. They've hired a firm to investigate and, like, overhaul their HR and investigate into what what's happened there. So, thankfully, they're taking some steps, I guess. And then Sean Hill of Hill Farmstead Brewing has been accused of inappropriate sexual behavior and has denied it. Yeah. But that's also being looked into by that brewery, I guess. So, I mean, these are just... And that's just, uh, what, a handful yeah. of... The sampling. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the ones where people have stepped down or responded. Yeah. Um, overall, I mean, wanting to be in this industry and um, taking pride in it, yeah. uh, it hurts. It, it hurts. Yeah. Uh, being a man in this industry with my wife, who also wants to be in this industry, it's shocking. It's appalling. Um, we, we as men in the industry, we as men in overall need to do better yeah uh, and be uh, more appropriate in the workplace and just be better people yeah and, and I, I couldn't agree with that more because all I can think about is you know uh, my daughters when they get old enough to get their first job and if they went to work at a place like this and they were 
they're harassed the way that I've read about the allegations and I don't know what I would do, uh, you know, as, as a father, um, it's a, it's a tough pill to swallow because, you know, I fall in the same line with Adam trying to figure out how to be, uh, some kind of focal point in this industry and, you know, putting our names out there and doing what we do. Uh, I, I think I can confidently say, uh, that we, we are here to listen. If you ever need just anything at all, we, we want to hear you. We're here to talk to you. Um, we respect you. We love you. Craft beers for everybody. Uh, the industry is for everybody. No one should feel that they can't walk into a place and get a beer or work in the industry. This is for all of us. And to know that now we're finally starting to see some of the people who are poisonous get ousted. Um, it only makes us stronger as a craft beer industry. Uh, I look forward to the growth and the prosperity we can find uh, in this very dark time for a craft beer. Um, I just hope that anyone who's had to go through this finds peace. You can get it off of your chest or work through it. Find the people that can support you. Uh, we support you a thousand percent. So if you ever need us, we are one DM away. Uh, I'm not going to do a shameless plug of our socials here. That's at the end. But if you do need us, we're here for you. Absolutely. So now that we have called out all the just complete pieces of shit that make this a very difficult part of the show, we should go on to funny things. Do you guys agree? I'm good with that. Okay. So we have questions, comments, and emails. As you know, we are at Decay and WTB on all socials, and we are Decay and WTB at gmail.com. We get some of your questions and comments and emails looking for advice or just trying to poke some fun. So uh, first question here, who can guest spot on your podcast and do I need to be interesting? <laughs> I mean, we try to, we put out like a, almost a two hour show. We can't just sit here and stare at each other. Yeah. So. I mean, I think everybody has a story to tell in, in some way. Yeah. I think it would be really hard to find somebody that's just a boring yeah. Slate, uh, like empty canvas of nothing. All right. Um, but who can guest spot on the podcast? I mean, at anybody. Yeah. If you got a story to tell or something to promote or. Yeah. Um, Even just, just want to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Just goof yeah. Let us know. I like to believe we're a pretty welcoming group of people. It um, helps if you like craft beer, but it's yeah. not necessary. Yeah. It's definitely not necessary because you can come over here and get some of these sweet non-alcoholic Heinekens. Because uh, apparently this this is a new thing for us. We're going <laughs> to. Uh, but do you have to be interesting? I don't think we're always interesting. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> interesting is a very like it's subjective, ambiguous term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like to have fun. I think is the only prerequisite. Like to talk. Yeah, yeah. Just like to talk <laughs> and have fun. Don't take yourself too seriously, except for the last segment we just had where we do get very serious at times. Um, yeah, but if you want a guest spot on this podcast and you think you have something fun that you can share with us, if you are a musician or an artist or a brewer or, or just someone that's just genuinely funny, if you want to come on, just let us know and we'll work you in. Um, here's a nice little shot at us. Who the hell doesn't start LeBron James every time they have an opportunity? And that goes back to the sit, start, cut. Is this where we, we got had, heat? We, oh, yeah, we got, <laughs> Apparently. Let, let me just say that this is the bullshit of it. Hey, LeBron went to the heat when he thought he could win a championship. Yeah. Uh, but we, we got heat for cancel culture. And then in the same vein, we got heat for that 
I'm going to ignore this question because it was an opinion. So yeah. whatever. Well, what did we get heat on with the cancel thing? Oh, because we just listed people off that got canceled. Yeah, we listed people off that got canceled, and people are the the heat was like, we don't understand why they got canceled. No, motherfucker, I read why they got canceled, and I and I agreed. We were making light of it. Yeah, I yeah. think we all agreed with all of them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't like put like some Joe Schmo on there who got told that he screamed too loud when he stubbed his toe in a store or something. Right. Like it's people who did outlandish things. Yeah, I didn't go after a yogurt shop. Yeah, yeah, I didn't go after a mom and pop shop for giving the delicious treats that I went in there for. Um, yeah, I don't care about LeBron James. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't like his attitude, so yeah, he's gone. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I can understand, like, you can start LeBron or Michael it, or Kobe. Like, you got to look at the three that we were determining between it. This this has got to be an objection from someone who watches new new NBA. And they don't have as much, you know, uh, stake in, when, like, when we were younger. You know, I don't know, man. It's... I watched. I, it's like watching Barry Sanders when I was growing up. I didn't want anyone else carrying the ball for my fantasy team when I was a kid. Right. I wanted Barry Sanders. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and then you know, then it turned into Emmett Smith, and then after that, nobody. Yeah, I, I mean, don't. Nobody. For for your benefit, whoever asked this question, you could probably ask me it again in two weeks, and I'm I'll probably switch. Like I just. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not it's, that vested in the basketball. It's just how I will feel that yeah. in that moment. Uh, sorry, we ruffled your feathers. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron is good. There's no denying. Yeah, I'm it. not saying he's terrible. No, I'm saying but, he's terrible. Come after me. I mean, <laughs> Mike in the debate. He's better than Tool. Michael better. <laughs> I thought we, that's what I thought we were going to get messed up for because you said you didn't like Tool. I was like, people are going to lose their shit over that. And no, it was uh, how can you not start LeBron? And I was like, okay. Did you hear anything else we talked about? <laughs> I love our listeners. I do too. <laughs> Speaking of our listeners, we did get a quick little question. Did we get 500 downloads? Quick answer is yes. We are on our way to 600 actually. Um, our fans are awesome. We don't have many. We are still a small indie podcast, but the people who do listen to us are fantastic. We do get some great feedback. Um, I say it all the time. I appreciate you guys. I did do that. Ask Matt anything that kind of screwed up on the IG. Um, I, I didn't know that IG limited you to a minute. I yep. didn't know that, yeah. um, but like the the one quick, and I was gonna say this. Someone asked me um, if you still have it, you can flip it over to that IGTV. I just got I got okay. rid of it, yeah, because it also I looked looked tired when I was doing because I was I was exhausted. <laughs> um, but the the question I did want to put on there is someone asked me um, what kind of tacos would you pair with butt play. And that was, a, yeah, oh I know. You're yeah, yes, yeah. Once again, I love our listeners. Yeah, our listeners are hilarious. None. Uh, uh, and that's what I said. I was like, I'm going to treat my partner with respect. Yeah. And not, but I was like, but if I had to, Kendato. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just a fill in the blank for you. It'd be yeah. like, what tacos go best with Kendato. anything? Yeah. Kendato every time. Um, and then someone who listened to our spooky episode because we are spooky boys. Uh, name your top three horror movies, and it could be any genre, anything you want. So go ahead, Adam. You're, you're making sexy eye contact right, with me. First, Ooh, yeah. I'm so excited. So I picked a, I picked a, actually I picked two older ones okay. for us. One before I was born, um, but my first one coming out in 1986 is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, two. Oh, the funny one. Yes, yeah, I love that fucking movie. <laughs> uh, of course, one is a classic. Oh, of course. The original is a classic. But the rewatchability of Texas Chainsaw Massacre it's 2 good. hooked me. Yeah. That's uh, that's <laughs> my number one probably forever. I mean, I, I adjust all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that always is in my top three. 
Uh, number two is a new one that came out in 2018, Hereditary. Oh, yeah. Um, it is the only movie to scare me in my 30s. Yeah. Um, and it is terrifying. The mm. imagery is dark. The acting is the best acting Phenomenal. I've ever seen in a horror movie. That piano wire scene yeah. is burnt yeah. into my memories. So, if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. Yeah. It's on Prime. Everything. I think it's yeah. on Prime for free. It is. Yeah. So Which is amazing. Check it out. That movie should that movie should have a paywall to it that's like $35 off the rip. It's so good. And then my third is kind of a cop out because it's like on everybody's top list. Child's but play. It's one of the greatest horror movies that the ending was so ambiguous and so controversial, it still gets argued about to this day. Yeah. And it's John Carpenter's The Thing from 1982. Uh, that's a great, great and, and the special effects in that were yeah, re- pretty practical. There was some like newer yeah. CGI-ish stuff they were doing with that. It's incredible for 1982. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this, the, scene, the scene sets and everything are, are phenomenal. And uh, a young Kurt Russell yeah. in there. Just really he took on that role really well and Kurt Russell plays a psychopath or not so much psychopath, a guy falling into delirium right in on, on the brink of his own yeah. mental he does wellness it so well yeah yeah Josh so I'm gonna go with the ones that kind of like fucked me up well yeah yeah oh yeah that so it's not necessarily the rewatchability for me because okay. I won't go back to them okay as uh, do you like, like one and done baby <laughs> so I hate clowns. Mm. I really fucking hate clowns. You know what? And I can agree with you on that one. I got a movie for you. Yeah, I got <laughs> I got a couple. So when I was little and tried to watch It, that oh, yeah. that movie fucked me up. Yeah. Yes. Real good. I haven't even watched the... The new one? New ones. It's I, Let me say this, and, I, and this might like hurt some people's feelings. The new ones aren't nearly as scary as the original one. I think it's maybe because I was a younger kid watching it. But the new one's new one's good. Yeah, besides, I, I think that's the factor. I think it's yeah. like we were young when the original came out. Like I went back and watched it. It's not. It was deceptive. It's not that scary either, though. It I was just don't like I mean, especially for it being like a mini series, like being yeah. on TV. That was pretty. It was dark. Yeah, it was pretty dark yeah. for what it was in the time period it was in. For sure. Um. The Candyman. Nice. Yeah. That one. That fucked me up too. That one scared me as a kid. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Anything with mirrors. And then one that I will rewatch just because I think it's funny, yeah. especially now that I'm older. Yeah, you actually mentioned it. Yeah, is Child's Play. Oh yeah, yeah, F- funny little movie. Chucky doll. Did you watch the new one? No, it's good. Is it? I liked it. It took a twist on it. Like it takes the supernatural stuff out of it, but it's like a glitchy computer thing. Really cool. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it's it's so cool to watch the AI get disrupted and learn how to kill things in like a benefit to the owner. Okay. Like I have to kill this thing to make you feel better about yourself. And it's, it's, there's a kill scene in there where a neighbor gets killed in a specific, very specific way. I just, I implore you to watch it. It's like an hour and a half maybe. And it's just a great movie. Yeah. It was a really good, it was rushed on like, it was rushed on like how it got. Yeah. To the doll being. Yeah there and i miss the little you know seance and the, i do too yeah and that's part but yeah. it was a creative new take on it i liked it yeah i really enjoyed it i thought it was really cool um but i think there's sci-fi is coming out with a uh, like an episodic child's play or too episodic. okay yeah huh i said or episodic is it episodic or episodic i say episodic yeah. i don't know tomato tomato potato potato <laughs> uh riddell so 
For me, I would say uh, one of my number one horror movies I love to watch because I thought it was gruesome uh, whenever I was a kid growing up was John Carpenter's Vampires. I thought it was a fantastic horror movie. Um, great practical effects. thought it was really cool. That goes into my next one um, is from Dust Till Dawn is my other one. There's a trend here. I do like vampires a lot. Uh, that's great. That's maybe one of the only vampire movies yeah. I love. Uh, yeah, it's just it's phenomenal, especially like all the all like the movie stars that I like were in it. Uh, it was yeah, I just really liked it. And then uh, surprisingly enough, if I could watch one horror movie over and over and over again, it's the original Night of the Living Dead. Um, I love that Ooh, movie. Interesting. Yeah, uh, it was between that and The Exorcist Three. They they they're they're very opposing ideas, mm-hmm. but I think that the groundbreaking um, notion that comes with the original Night of the Living Dead is what really brings me into it. Um, not to say Exorcist Three is a must watch. It, it is. It's a. It's yeah. a, It's oh, the, I probably would have picked that over yeah. Night of the Living. It's Dead. the best yeah. Exorcist out there. It's better than the original. Um, but yeah, no, I I like. You know, I like vampires for the most part. Um, I love Twilight, guys. I just want to sparkle in the sun. Do you like werewolf movies? <laughs> <laughs> not, not that one. Do you, you see Dog Soldiers? Not yet. No. Oh, it's so good. It, it was like a made-for-TV one, and it just it. <laughs> what do the kids say? It slaps. Silver. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Don't say it. Matt. You know what? You're killing that for the for the kids. It's a bop. <laughs> <laughs> Twist it. Yeah. Bop it. Ooh. Slap it. Burnt. Um, yeah, but, uh, oh, what the, the werewolf movie that messed me up as a kid, Silver Bullet. Oh yeah. Yeah. Silver Bullet was there. And then American Werewolf in London is a great one because the transformation scenes in that movie. Phenomenal. Yeah. Body horror is a thing that fucks me up. I liked Teen Wolf. Oh, I did too. (laughs) I did like Teen Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. It was before Michael J. Fox got all shaky. That was good. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed those movies. Um, the same person who sent us in the top three horror movies said they wanted to give us a spooky story. And this is like, is a great email. So what's up boys. Listen to the spooky episode and wanted to share a spooky story. If I could, I have herpes at the end. I was like, that's terrifying, I guess, to a certain degree. Your question was way better than your email. Um, I hope you signed that anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Cause otherwise I was like, what's your IG handle? <laughs> so there's actually another good question here. Looking for some advice. Um, and this, this one is, this is from the same person. No different uh, person because you, you'll be able to tell. How, okay. I don't, how do I cure my, my herpes? Yeah. There's, there's creams, but it's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, what's up boys. I grew up in a pretty shitty house, basically poor, lots of abuse. And I dug my way out of all the bullshit and put hundreds of miles between me and my abusive family. Now they are in dire financial straits and are asking me for help. What do I do? Yeah. That lane switched. Yeah. Super quick. Yeah. Um, that's why I wanted to make sure that people have a chance to get real help from us. (laughs) This is a heavy ass question, uh, by the way. I mean, it's not, it's not for me to tell you because and honestly it's not your problem to provide details i don't know what shitty house means yeah um lots of abuse does not sound good um i'm a very not vengeful person but i'll hold a grudge no i I would just uh (laughs) i wouldn't be picking up the phone i wouldn't be responding to texts um they dug their grave and now they can lay in it that's if you're doing you and you're happy in your life yeah Man, just because they brought you into the world doesn't mean they're family. That's what I say. Uh, you know, of course, this is vague and we don't know all the parts of it here. But, like, I don't know if you're a person that, like, 
you're sending in an email, so obviously you're kind of on the fence about it, but I would say like, is there like, are, are, have they done anything? Like, have they gone to therapy? Have they tried to work through their stuff? Like what's their story right now? Are you sure that you, if you even were to be able to help them, they'd take it the right way. Um, or is it just a ploy to kind of get you to support them because they don't want, they don't want to support themselves. I would say first and foremost, go, you need to go get a real therapist because we are not therapists. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you've done that already. Yeah. Uh, I can't say enough about what therapy's done for me. I'm sure we'll get into that in a future episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely do that. I can concur with that. Therapy, uh, changed a lot of things for me too. And, and I, and this was not my problem. This looks like a bigger problem than what I had. So, um, if you haven't, you better help, uh, is a great way to go about it. If you don't have a therapist online, it's pretty inexpensive. They can link it pretty quick and they're, it's a great Avenue to go into. Um, I would say for me, I wouldn't help anybody who hurt me deeply. Like, I don't think I owe anybody anything. So, I mean, it's up to you, but I would say work on you first to make sure that you're not like completely unstable trying to fix something that you didn't break. So take your time, figure yourself out. And hopefully in the meantime, like they figured themselves out if you even want to try to help them. Yeah. I I think it takes a lot of self-reflection on it. Like you have to ask yourself if you're willing, you have to look at your family and see if the dynamic has changed or if they're still in the same, they're in the situation because they're still the same people from when you were younger. Now, and you have to ask if you're willing to move past what happened. Yeah. So, like, in, if if I were in the situation personally, I would probably help them one time because I think they that it's family. Give them a second chance. But if you burn that bridge a second time, it's, I was going to say what happened when they shot you twice. Done. Yeah. Completely cut off. Yeah. But. Well, and I was going to save this for the end of the show, but I'll just mention it here. Uh, Thursday, May 20th, this year was Mental Health Action Day. Yeah. Um, basically just saying, like, even the most stable of people got rocked this year. Yeah. Uh, so if you hear the words mental health action and you think of somebody, just reach out and call that person. Just yeah. say, hey, how you doing? It might be somebody you haven't seen for a year. Um, and that's just kind of what they were trying to get the word out about. Yeah. So go ahead and... You know, it's two days later, but they'll still appreciate yeah. hearing from you. Or maybe it's a week later when you're hearing this, whenever. Yeah. If there's somebody you're thinking about, um, especially when it comes to mental health, just reach out and have a 10-minute conversation with them. Yeah. Mental health is an everyday thing. Um, and I'm glad there are some notions to bring light to it, uh, to kind of jumpstart people's brains to reaching out. So doesn't stop. doesn't stop. Just keep going. Check in with people that you love. Check in with people that you haven't spoken to in a while. See what they're up to. Um, speaking about being up to something, Adam Bashline continues to bring you the best brews in the Berg. Adam, can you please tell the people what is on tap? That transition was a smooth sandpaper. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> so on the first tap in the Jojitorium this week, we have the Jojinator, the 9.3 Orange Blossom Honey Double IPA. And on the second tap, we have a New Zealand Palesner. It's a... Pale Pilsner, uh, brewed with all New Zealand hops. In the number three uh, spot, we have the Mom Jeans Mimosa Inspired Ale at 6.8%. Number four, the Drunken Donut just will not go away. We're trying our best to kick it, (laughs) but it's still there at 6.4%. And then uh, on the Outlook side of things, next Saturday we will be releasing the... Yet to be named. Yeah. We'll we'll tell you about the name on the next podcast. (laughs) Um, Triple... 
Uh, it's a triple IPA brewed with pineapple and jalapeno peppers. It's going to be a banger. So if you want to find out what Adam's doing here in the brew lab, all you have to do is follow him at bash underscore brew on all social media. You can also find him on untapped. Don't forget to follow the boys here at Decay and WTB on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And do not forget to send in your questions, emails, and comments, decayandwtb at gmail.com. And you can support us by supporting the company that supports us by going to smoothmyballs.com slash DWTB for 15% off your entire order. Thank you so much for tuning in this time. And until our next episode, cheers. Cheers. cheers.